Paris, are you ready? Yes. Okay. This is my friend Paris. And this is my fiend Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends. Paris, who are you bringing to hang out with us today? I have brought Amanda in Los Angeles. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Amanda. Hello. And Simone, who have you brought to hang out today? I am bringing my friend David in Denver, Colorado. Hey, David. Hi, Amanda. I mean, hi, Simone. Hi, Paris. <laughs> that was great because also my sister's name is Amanda, so I feel like that's a, you know, getting a little Amanda Simone in there feels oh. like very comforting. Mm. Um, I know the feeling. I used to work with an Alexis yeah. and somebody said something like Paris and Alexis and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, you guys. The first thing we're going to do is jump into our segment where we talk about our meat cutes is what we call them. And Amanda, we're going to ask you to go first. And basically, in 60 seconds, we're going to have you <laughs> share what you remember about meeting Paris and if you've run out of time, you can also include other friendship thoughts <laughs> related to Paris. Yeah, whenever she starts talking, I'll and I'll give you a okay. five second countdown to when you're done, Amanda. I don't. I met Paris. I'm not really sure when. Um, it, what year it was? It was. We've talked about it, but I don't remember now. It was uh, in the late early 2000s. Um, she was a student of my friend Dave's, um, or TA, not a student. I don't remember. I was both. Um, you were both. Okay, good. Uh, I just remember she was really young because she was like in college or whatever, and we were out of college and she lived close to Dave though. So they hung out all the time. So she just was like at his house and she helped build a kegerator or spec out something to build a kegerator. So we were like, she's cool. Um, <laughs> And uh, then she was just around, and then she just kept showing up. <laughs> At first, we were like, I remember being in the car with her and being like, God, you're so young, and like freaking out about her because she was like 10 years younger, 11 years younger. And uh, and then as we got older, it didn't matter, but when we were younger, it was hard. This is not a good story. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even beep, get it. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> only off stage hmm. very good she very was good. just there i was that's just there <laughs> she was just there that's i'm gonna she kept showing up and she was just there you know, to the this is really yeah this is really funny because i actually had another friend describe me as i think i have to just double check but i'm pretty sure as ever present and persistent Wow. It wasn't like that. No. Like, like it, it, like it, no, 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 you weren't like, she won't leave me alone. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was like, she just kept, she was a part of the group, but like, it was like, it, she was new, but she, it worked, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. She jived. Yes. All right. All right, Paris, are you ready? I'm going to time you. I am. <laughs> In three, two, one, go. So, similar to Amanda, I have no idea when I actually met her because <laughs> she was just kind of around. <laughs> so it was, I think 2007 or 2008, um, somewhere around there. And, um, I think we really just started connecting. Cause yes, every, 
I was just always there and you guys were friends with Dave. And then, um, so Amanda was, uh, previously married and her husband, Steve, like I always did stuff with Amanda and Steve. And I think one day I helped Steve with his stereo cause I'm a mechanical engineer, David. And so I helped Steve with his radio and then, I don't know, it was just, then after I moved away from LA, every time I came home, I only, I saw Dave, Steve and Amanda and my friend Frazier. And so just kind of bloomed from there. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I wanted to get, I wanted to get more into the like. That's okay. That you can of, expand okay. a okay, little good. bit. I got, I got hung up in the beginning. Okay. Okay. We'll just, yeah. Then Paris would come back and like, yeah, we would, we would only see, we would see Paris it was like she'd come back and she'd be like, "I want to hang out with you guys," and yeah. it was like, "Cool." And then we, we wouldn't. Dave wouldn't even be there. No. And um, Paris moved to Europe, and then, and then this whole thing happened with Europe and me and England, and so that's a whole other topic. So, yeah. what is that? Can you summarize? <laughs> well, <laughs> I got divorced, and then ah. I went to England. Or I went to Europe, and I saw Paris in England, and. It started like a whole new phase of our friendship, yeah. and uh, right. yeah, uh, that's okay. Really yeah, so and then I want you yeah. guys to talk a little bit about. I know you have a very lovely long distance um, communication. You guys communicate very beautifully. How about a, yeah. cons- a constancy in each other's life? Yes, yeah. there you go, David. Thank you. Okay, I base. I talk to Amanda every single day via oh, that's awesome. whatsapp yeah. audio it, well who Zena would record me yes. audio messages on whatsapp and i was so i think one day i was like amanda i'm gonna do this because this is easier yes. and then it just so now here we are <laughs> 2021 i have probably a voice message from amanda almost every single day so that's it's cool. really it's really been nice and especially so during good. the pandemic it's been uh yeah i mean <laughs> I tell her the mundanities of like, I found some hair on my desk today and it really annoyed me, you know, or like, <laughs> I, I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's real. It's really lovely. For, for those of you who watched Felicity, the beginning of the show, they kind of dropped this after the first, maybe the first season. Felicity was, for those of you who are not familiar, you know, she is a high school graduate that runs away to New York University, fake New York University to follow her high school crush. Um, she leaves Palo Alto to do that. And uh, instead of going to Stanford, Janine Garofalo is her old tutor and they, they send each other tapes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see where this is. It's like dear Sally, Sally is her tutor. And so they would start every episode with dear Sally, Mm-hmm. And Felicity would be recording about her thing. So I tried to, I remember in the beginning I was explaining to Paris, I was like, this is like Felicity. And it's like, dear Sally. And then we just kept going. I thought it was going to be like a little short thing. And then it was like, you just. <laughs> Three years later. You should do, Amanda <laughs> and Paris, stopped. you should do a, a Christmas special audio where you actually do tape it into a tape recorder and mail oh, it. Oh, brilliant. Oh, cute. Yeah. Ooh. That would be fun. That would be fun. Okay. Thanks for the idea, David. Yes. I'm going to make that so happen. Good. <laughs> Thanks for letting us go a little over. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's good. David, do you remember how you met Simone? I do. Would you like to tell us, please? Yes. Oh, yeah. 60 okay. seconds. 
and start. Yep. In Colorado, grad school, uh, my fiance and I were just checking out a, uh, I guess it was a new church and we were looking at a college group. We attended some big event, which was at a cattle farm, kind of out in the middle of Eastern Colorado. It was a big barbecue. And the two memories I have is the house owner, who's a cattle farmer, put panko and soy sauce in the hamburger mix, which I thought was kind of interesting. And then the other one was, or more importantly, was we didn't talk to anybody else, but we sat on the couch with Simone and we just basically talked with her for probably two to three hours. And that was like our official welcome to. Wow. Fast fast forward a few years, her and her um, husband joined a Bible study that um, Reed Johnson and Mm -hmm. I were leading. He was another guest on one of the older podcast episodes. With With Kurt, Kurt. who was your bride's dude. Yeah. Um, Well, he was the groom. That's right. Yeah. But good memory. And then throughout the, uh, yeah, just constancy of friendship with Simone and Andre. It's been sweet. That's a really, really, really good memory. (laughs) I'd like to hear more about the panko and the soy sauce (laughs) burger. Was that? Well, I mean, it's try it. Try it. Panko and soy sauce. It was good. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's definitely good. Yeah, sounds like some good umami situation. Okay, so Simone, will you tell us, do you remember talking to David for three hours? Okay, ready, set, go. Um, I am so embarrassed to say that I don't really have this memory. I'm so sad. It's not reciprocal. I know. (laughs) No, I, I mean, I like remember meeting you guys it's just like I have this kind of in passing memory <laughs> with you guys. Um, and I'm so sad that I don't have this couch memory because it just sounds lovely. Um, I'm sure I talked your ears off. But um, I, I do have this wonderful, wonderful memory of our friendship blossoming when it was my it was Andre's birthday. Um, or maybe it was my birthday because our birthdays are really close. And so we go to Estes Park or we went to Estes Park every year in Colorado to celebrate our birthdays. And the very first year we were up there for the first year that we went for our birthdays, we were up there with like three other close friends. And I um, got a message from you guys and we hadn't even really like hung out, hung out yet. And you guys were like, we found out it's your birthday. Do you want to like do something? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, these people want to hang out with me on my birthday. I was so excited. And I said, oh my gosh, Warren Estes, you should come. We have extra beds. We're just like cooking and eating and hanging out in the hot tub in January. It's super fun. And you guys came and you left me a message on the phone and you were singing this song. We have friends and we're going to Estes, I think. Or maybe you were just singing that song and told me about it later, but now we sing that song all the time, except we just swap out the place name. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. It's our friendship anthem. (laughs) It is our friendship anthem. I mean, that's, okay, not a three-hour couch memory, but that's a pretty good memory. (laughs) I love that memory. And we've translated it to lots of different friendships and places and in addition to our very special OG friendship. So that's, I mean, that's kind of it. And then David and Becky um, came to visit us in Italy with um, 
our other close friends, Heather and Reed, friends of the pod, know. And um, and it was such a blast. And we called it friendcation. And uh, we just can't wait to repeat it as soon as the world opens up again. Yeah, to elaborate on that, we had um, we had a basically we just had a <laughs> we just had a baby, and the baby was well. Sorry, we didn't just have a baby. It was like the, our kid was about eleven months old, and maybe eight, ten months old or something. And we just really hadn't slept at all, <laughs> and so we were like, "Here you go, mom. Can you just watch the baby? We need to go for ten days, hang out with Simone and Andre in Italy." <laughs> And, and it was like this really, really like healing thing where like my wife started sleeping again. Mm. And so it was just, I mean, precious and mm. also physically needed. Nice. Perugia did have that kind of relaxing vibe. It was the only place mm. I really went during the pandemic. <laughs> so, and I took the train, mm-hmm. which was brilliant. Yeah. yeah so. Cool. Well, Simone, do you want to lead us into our next section? All right. Our next segment we're going to jump into is 36 questions to fall in love. It's where we answer a question from Dr. Arthur Aaron's list of 36 questions that are supposed to make anyone fall in love, except we're answering them as friends. And this week, the question we're going to ask both of you is, what do you most value in a friendship? And we're going to have David go first. Oh, good. <laughs> cool. Um, constancy and candor. Ooh. And it's the mix of those two. I think I've used the word like three or four times because I had actually wrote down what I appreciate in Simone's friendship <gasps> beforehand. And constancy was one of the ones that it's literally in bold doesn't matter the if we lived in the same town across the country or across the world Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter what uh season of life we were in whether we were super busy with like a newborn or whether we were just relaxing right next to them um Mm -hmm. yeah and then candor is something that i absolutely love about um simone and andre's friendship is again telling it like it is also like asking a hard question or asking a question that might be you know like i don't know like perceived people could perceive it a lot of different ways but they're still okay asking the question um candidly Mm. yeah i really (laughs) agree (laughs) i know we're i feel like i'm just talking about simone (laughs) i was just it just reminded me of that's very lovely when i was in perugia the first time because that was the first time in simone and my's friendship that or andre simone and my's friendship that i was with them for Mm -hmm. an extended Mm -hmm. period of time and I just, that the, the day we went on that walk, Simone, yeah. and I just remember that walk and that chat and David, you've like nailed it. <laughs> so. uh, I agree, David. I mean, I'm not answering the question right now, but I was thinking along the exact same lines about like consistency. Yeah. It sounds like that's what helped Amanda and Paris's relationship. Just like, I mean, it seems like it's out of the yeah. park right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. And I think it's uh, consistency, right? No, constancy. Is it, is that the word you used? David? Yeah, that's the word I picked. Um, there's probably some differences, but I'm not really mm-hmm. that good at words. But I think it's interesting too because, like, it's not 
like how Amaris, Am- Amaris, I just combined your names. Oh. Um, Ama- Amanda and Paris, you guys talk every day. And while like Becky and David and I don't get to talk every day, we do talk pretty regularly, more or less. And, and, and importantly, through like seasons. Which- through mm-hmm. seasons of life, mm-hmm. through many years, which Paris and I are reading a book together that we're talking about on the podcast. And it talks about how time is like this really important factor of like keeping friends for a long time and i feel like that's really important to to me that i think constancy plays um into that too cool wonderful amanda do you have um thoughts on what you value most in a friendship yeah i i think i agree that constancy is important Mm -hmm. but Um, I also think, and this is pretty hard to describe, but I think that there's, there's also a chemistry there where there's just people where you have to click, you have to click, but like, I would say kind of being able to see you for who you really are and, um, or being able to see each other for who you really are and, and, and really being willing to go there and be, you know, Mm. not, I don't know. I'm thinking about all the people that I'm, I'm close with and it's like, like I was joking about, I just go there, you know, like into the deeper parts, but like, those are the people I value where it's like, you don't have to, you can talk about dumb stuff for sure, but you mm-hmm. can also just be like, Hey, here's this really heavy thing or yeah. thing mm-hmm. or whatever. The vulnerability you, know, a you can bit. be vulnerable. Yeah. And, um, and then, then just it, that it does carry over through time. Um, and it, it, you don't have to talk. I mean, as much as it is nice to yeah. do that, that, that it, the connection is deep enough that mm-hmm. if you don't talk for, I have, you know, of course we all have those friends where you don't talk for months yes. or whatever. And then it's like, you just feel like you're comfortable with them no matter what. When Picking you, back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I have a friend who I texted this week and I said, I'm sorry that. I know I owe you a a message. I'm having a really hard week and I'm sorry. And I'm thinking of you, you know, and she was like, don't worry. We're always going to pick back up. And I, I totally get it. You know, it was just like, oh, and that's not every friendship is like that. And that's really valuable. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you can, I just talked to a friend I hadn't talked to in months and it was the same kind of thing where I kept putting off this phone call because work was busy and whatever. And then I called her and it was like within the first three minutes of the conversation, I could, you know, we could get to like what was really going on instead of just like, Mm -hmm. uh, just talking about a bunch of dumb stuff. Mm. Or especially when you have conversations that like the whole conversation isn't about like past memories you had together. Right. It's about what's going on presently. What are your maybe hopes for the next couple of months or a year down the road is. Right you feel like they are really interested and and you don't feel Mm -hmm. like you're burdening someone and then you want to know, you know, it's just, it feels very reciprocal. I've, I've, as time has gone on, I've also made other friends where it doesn't feel like that. And it's a lot of work and Mm. you you feel like you're going through the motions and it really makes the other friendships stand out. Like what I value in them as far as like how much easier they are and how much more I think both both people get stuff out of them you know mm-hmm. and yeah I mean are you okay with just having acquaintances be acquaintances and oh yeah really ask you more than that absolutely but there are some people who kind of but where you know I think they try to 
move the friendship along and it just feels one-sided in some ways or, or just feels like it can't go any deeper you know mm. like it should just be acquaintances but like people don't know I how don't to be know. acquaintances yeah almost interesting that's huh. a good question though david i think we do tend to meet people and then if we continue to hang around with them right we assume we're going to keep developing a relationship yeah hmm. but then that you just really you can't with some people but then so, sometimes you do and you're like why am i doing this okay no <laughs> yeah, and so, I, somebody <laughs> described it as like a they like a friendship is someone you have that like like wait what you too like i thought mm. i was the only one kind of yeah they have these like mm-hmm. reactions about you know certain like a things spark like that. oh my yeah, gosh yeah i guess that's the verbal definition of a spark or example question <laughs> of a spark that just kind of reminded me of probably one of amanda and my sparks okay <laughs> i know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say <sighs> i can't wait to hear oh well can i tell the whole story amanda <laughs> Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the key thing here is that Amanda and I both belong to the Dead Moms Club. Oh, okay, okay. And, um, and I think perhaps, Amanda, it might have taken you a little bit longer in your life to get to the point of being okay with just terrible jokes about being in the Dead Mom. Oh, no. no, okay. And Amanda, I was was ready immediately. Amanda has an extra (laughs) bonus. She's part of the dead mom and the dead dads club. (laughs) And um, it's fun. So, okay. Yeah. Long, long story short, you know, that was something that really bound us together. I think at the beginning and Mm. I think the way in which we both, the, the morbidity is a bit funny. And that you guys have a dark sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I would say the word that could describe David and I is both sincere. Yeah. So I think we have a little bit of a uh, I think of like a, 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 a division on how many we <laughs> respond to that. Yeah. Oh, you both are like, oh my gosh. Also, no, I mean you guys, I love that that binds you together as friends. I love that that's your sense of humor. I think that's a super valuable thing even if David and I are bound by our sincerity. <laughs> right. Well, I mean we also talk about our moms. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really good. A lot, you know, in in like, yeah. you know, we don't just just make terrible jokes all the time, <laughs> no. but we do. For sure because you, you can't you, do it with I, a lot of people. You have to. Yeah. yeah and and I mean, because of course yeah. it's this horrifically sad thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And and if you're not going to just be like constantly, like every time it comes up or whatever, like, yeah, it's pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. I mean, but you, you can, but it, it makes it difficult. So it's yes. just, it's just easier. And, and my, my mother had, one of the things my mother gave to me was my dark sense of humor. I mean, she, yes. I got it from her. For sure. And so I think she'd approve, honestly. Yes. <laughs> it is. It, and it's just one of those things that talk about, like when I'm saying that people understand you, it's like, mm-hmm. you can kind of only understand this if, you, if it's yeah. happened, right? And, yeah. and so that that does give you a very sure. deep connection on that level of yeah. just, you, you can laugh at it because you both know 
Totally. You know? Yeah. I'm thinking of like a choose your own adventure book when it's like, if your mom died, turn mm. to page 24. <laughs> and then you guys like both turn We're to like- that page and you're like making eye contact. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you have a bond mm-hmm. in a way that's like, and and you both have your dark sense of humor that even more is like, it's like the fast forward button to the mm. turn to page 24 page it's it's exactly yeah. what david said right it's that it's the like bonus like oh you too oh oh you too yeah oh, you too yes like, good to find a kindred spirit yeah so like, i don't know if we, did it did it did it get revealed in a joking way at all i forget how, thing, we, how so we so honestly i think the story was you had your the, your dad's ashes Wait, where were they? That, Did okay, you bring them to Europe? To visit Paris? Oh God, no, no that, that would be so great. <laughs> well, this is almost. As we're good gonna need you to check that bag. Okay. <laughs> were they still in your car when I met you? No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's eight like years later. <laughs> no, but. So you must so, have so, just heard the story. Somebody must have just mentioned it to me, and that's when I was like, "Oh, yeah." This is going to happen. So my dad died when I was 22 and uh, I had the, the ashes were sent to me at my office. Like it was an unmarked, it was my, my sister and I were like, we knew my mom was going to die cause she had Alzheimer's, but my dad died first. And um, so the joke was like, it was like, well, you, you, you get dad. I'm like, well, you're going to take mom when that happened. You know, oh my God. they came to the office, but, and I just was like, Ugh. And I just grabbed, I remember I grabbed the box and I just put it in my trunk. And uh, I, uh, I was living in, a, in an apartment with a friend who also have, has dead parents. And that was like a great part of our meeting. I didn't really have any more. I could have put them in like the living room, but that felt weird. You know, I was like, I don't want to put these ashes like out in my You're house. you like, I have a roommate. This <laughs> yeah, is like, my space. This is weird. I'm 22. It's like this ugly brass urn, you know, I, I like, uh, and I, I guess I could have just put it in a closet, but I just, I didn't want to deal with it. So I just left them in my trunk and just the whole box. I just was like, uh, and, and um, I left them in there for probably like two years. I don't know. Uh, and people would get in the car, like I'd pick people up from the airport and they'd be like putting their bags in the back and they'd be like, what's this box? I'd be like, you don't want to know. And they'd be like, no, what is it? What is it? I'm like, what's well, my dad? And they'd be like, oh my God. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then when my roommate and I would go to like Ikea or whatever, I remember, and this is the one with the dead parents. So like we, we joked about it. You know, we'd be putting stuff in the back and she'd be like, excuse me, Mr. Burton. And she'd like move the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> it was great. That's cute. Yeah. And I just loved that. What was the day where you decided that now's the day to take these ashes out of my trunk? Honestly, I think... You were selling your car. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I did eventually put them in the closet. Like I moved into my own Mm -hmm. apartment and I think I I finally was like, I should put these in the closet. But it was at least a year or or two that I Mm -hmm. I left them in there because I just, it was just easier than, I realize now it was because I just couldn't, couldn't deal. But (laughs) yeah, that's fair. But the way I will tell a quick story, if if I can tell a quick story about my friend, meeting my, my, uh, the way I met her in college, my parents were not dead yet, but, but I knew I knew it was coming. It was like things were not good, mm-hmm. and is it just the Alzheimer's progressing, or what do you mean you knew? It was uh, my dad was on a path to destruction, and my mom mm. was definitely well into her Alzheimer's at that okay. point. So it was mm-hmm. just yeah. But um, so like my college years, I was kind of like 
it was already, I, I was kind of mm. like an orphan at that point. But, but I remember I went to my friend's house to do this like um, project, right? We were working on a project in one of our classes and I had never been to her apartment and I didn't know her that well. And I remember she had a picture of her parents on her bookshelf and I said, oh, are these your parents? And she said, yeah. And I said, are they still together? Or are they, you know, and she's like, well, kind of. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, they're dead. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And I was immediately, oh like, I remember that, that I was like, well, I'm going to be friends with this person. Like, mm -hmm. that's it. You know, I, I, they're I knew. buried next to each other. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. cool. I immediately felt at ease. It's the similar thing when, you know, I end up talking about just my dad, my dad, my dad. And I've had people pick up on that sometimes and they say, oh, well, yeah. where's, where's your mom? And I go, Oh, Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my and then my other favorite story from the same person was she was at a job and she was, you know, talking to someone and they were like, you know, she was being funny or whatever. And they said, oh, so-and-so, you know, let's say her name is uh, Meredith, which it isn't, but they're like, oh, Meredith, what are your parents like? And she goes, they're like dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. Simone and I have totally different reactions to I that. Know, I know, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, buckled over laughing I know, because... uh, uh, Anyway, our, so... our heart and our stomach is like kind of hurting. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. Well, stop hurting me. I have to say that, like, I love, I just want to chime in that, like, I feel so seen by David and my friendship with him <laughs> and that we also are like the most sincere people in the world. And I just have distinct memories of David, like me saying, you know, I'm really into, I told him in Italy, I'm really into this um, style of art right now. And oh, he yay. goes like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes like- Art Nouveau is what it was. Art Nouveau, oh, yes. And I said, I'm really into Art Nouveau right now. And he said, how will Art Nouveau intersect with marketing and comic books or something? Like, just his brain went like, I... I was trying to connect to couple like pieces this? of your interest and, like, he was find the like, intersection of them. That's cool. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. The, he just, like, cares so much about what you're interested in and like meets that with like total genuine sincerity i know i've said that word a lot and i just love seeing you guys totally jive over dark sense of humor <laughs> and it makes me think yeah. in the to in the total like same way but about the opposite part of like mm, me right. and david's friendship yeah right and that's really fun it's cool uh when you say like you're either in the Dead Moms Club or you're not. My, my, I, I really think you guys like nailed it. It's like you're either in the club and you like mm -hmm. absolutely bond with mm -hmm. each, um, each other because of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sadly, it's it's a club that's growing now as we get older, but yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. there's still something about when it's when you're young. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And I yeah. think that maybe Amanda, you might have been the first person that I met who whose mother because mm. my mom died when i was 15 and so yeah that's i think i yeah i so mm -hmm. i think that amanda you might have been the first person that i came across whose mom had died <laughs> as well so that yeah. was yeah no it's a really good it's a it, yeah mm. 
Yeah, it's, it's, I totally agree. And that, that is a, a thing that I've like struggled with over the course of my life up and down with like those feelings, David, of like, how dare you complain about mm. whatever, because like, you have no, <laughs> no idea, you know? Um, but that's, mm. that's the, the humor comes in there to kind of temper that a little bit. Mm. It, it really helps to meet people who have experienced that. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it really does. So. Mm. Well, you guys, thanks for sharing that stuff. That's, I know it's funny, but it's also vulnerable and um, intense. So we really love getting to hear it. And um, we're going to play our game really quickly. Okay. So we are going to play Would You Rather. I'm going to go, yes. Um, so Amanda. Oh, no. Would you rather only be allowed to use a fork and no spoon? or only be allowed to use a spoon, but no fork for the rest of your life? You know, it's funny because I've been eating a lot of bowls and stuff lately, and I've actually been using a spoon more than anything. So I think, mm. I think a spoon. I love spoons. I'm, yeah. I'm, this, I thought this was going to be a more difficult question. And I, I, when you said it, I was like, oh, I, I, oh, easy. I know. I, I forgot this, for this question the last Darn it. I, I, yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Good to know. You're the spoon. I love the German word for spoon. It's Luffel. It just sounds so fun. Mm. So, okay. The, Dan the Danish word for spoon is uh, ski which is oh. a little vulgar given like a, you know, mid 2000s rap song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Get it. Get I it. I don't get it. Hey, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> spoon, 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 spoon. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. Um, David, would you rather be unable to move your body every time it rains? or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out. <laughs> Definitely be unable to move my body anytime it rains. <laughs> because the yeah. sun's always out or? Yeah, actually I live in Colorado where there's not a lot of rain <laughs> and there's like 300 <laughs> days of sunshine. I, so. <laughs> I practice for this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you just have to be doing this all the time or something. <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay, Simone, <laughs> would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? <laughs> I think skin changing. Oh. Uh, skin changing because my emotions are already on my face. And, you know, if I did anything embarrassing, then it wouldn't be, like, depicted on my tattoos would it be depicted in pictures or words i was going for pictures de depicting yeah pic pictures which then reminded me like the guy from memento if it was words oh yeah yeah like a good one. it would be like you pooped so is that gonna be <laughs> i mean i can only yeah, right? think of one of my friends and our previous guest natasha has she has good ones. She has really good ones. But her favorite one, I can't remember, were they having sex? Yeah, two. I think she said it was like two oh, ladies no. having two sex. Two ladies having sex on her rib cage. And oh. so that's all yes. I keep thinking of is that Simone would have a tattoo of her and Andre having sex on her body. Yeah, right, right. 
that, that's one I definitely... and then and then if it had been a while people would be like where's uh, yeah. uh, is right. your relationship okay yeah do you need to talk yeah do we need to talk do we need to talk also simone just went full-on like completely Minecraft. I, just, yes. I just took a screenshot no 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 it's she changed colors to this is, yeah this is what's happening my emotions have been mapped yes oh i love it <laughs> all right paris mm-hmm. paris would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or be a giraffe <laughs> easy a giraffe i think that would be so uh, cool would you use a step stool uh, or a ladder they're so cute um, she's pretty tall you're pretty I, tall. I, I, maybe it's just if it's a baby <laughs> you giraffe, a giraffe? <laughs> yeah. i am i mean i i i also had that thought simone i was like okay wait how tall am i and how tall are they <laughs> and how good is i at climbing rope in high school <laughs> mm, i think i would like to go with the ladder <laughs> i just like that image a lot better <laughs> but now i would i think the giraffes okay. are real fun and um they're so funny and I love their, I just like them. So I would, I would, I would love to have a giraffe as my only <laughs> mode of transportation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This was so much fun, you two. And well, yeah, it was a pleasure being on. Yeah, yeah. it was really It fun. was a pleasure to meet you, Amanda. Yes, you too, David. So Simone, where can you find us on the interwebs? friends come hang out with us on instagram at my friends friends pod on our website my friends friends pod.com or send us an email at my friends friends pod at gmail.com paris reads the hate mail i read the love letters <laughs> and uh maybe give us some stars maybe tell us about your best friend on whatever podcast app you use be it apple podcast pocket cast uh uh, Stitcher, whatever. We're not telling you where to listen. Just listen. And thanks so much to Fran Boyg for our magical music. Until next time. Thanks, Fran. And thanks, you guys. We love you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Snow Podcast Limits here.